drink from this water and you will never thirst. Jesus said some pretty crazy things. Um, I mean, things that maybe we don't fully understand. And this might be one of those, but if we just slow down and take a little bit of time to look at what he said and who he was talking to, it might better help us understand what he meant when he said, drink from this water and you will never thirst again. Because to you and I, that kind of sounds impossible, right? Well, stick around. Hey, welcome to my channel. I'm Pastor Joshua. Thanks so much for hitting the play button. I appreciate each one of you that watch my videos. Today, we are going to be looking at something Jesus said in the book of John when he said in chapter 4 to the woman at the well, drink from this water and you will never thirst again. What did that mean? What did he mean by that? Well, for us to really jump into this, we should look at the the passage of Scripture, and we're going to look at uh, John chapter 4, starting in verse 7, and and we're going to look through verse 14. Now, you're going to notice we're jumping in the middle of a passage here, and that's by design. I have been studying little by little through John, and I have been putting those videos here in a playlist. It's called Thinking Through Scripture. So after this video, if you want more of this study, please go to the playlist and you will see the rest of them there. So let's jump right into this. Uh, John chapter 4, starting in verse 7, a woman from Samaria came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food, and the Samaritan woman said to him, how is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a woman of Samaria? For For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, sir, you have nothing to draw water with and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob? He gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and his livestock. Jesus said to her, everyone who drinks from this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks from the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I have given him will be will become to him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. So there's some things that we need to understand about Jesus as we work through this passage. And the first thing that I see, we talked about it a little bit in our last video, but Jesus was intentional. Uh, as we read this, we need to, to recognize what was going on here, what Jesus was doing, and, and how we can apply that to our lives. He was, he was intentional. He was intentional with where he went. If you look at the verses beforehand, he said, I need to go through Samaria. That was not a normal thing for the Jews, but he made it a point to go through Samaria. He was intentional with who he talked to. He talked to this woman who was at the well. And again, last video, check it out. But we talked about why it was so odd that she was here at noon and he was there intentionally uh, pursuing her, wanting to uh, change her life. And so he was intentional with who he talked to and he was also intentional with what he said. In this passage, he says to the woman at the well, give me a drink. 
And that might seem kind of weird to us uh, when we think about witnessing. What, what's the first thing that you say? Are we trying to kind of just push the gospel down people's throat, or are we trying to engage them? And he was intentional. He engages them. Give me a drink. And just by having this conversation, by saying these words here, give me a drink, he was breaking a bunch of taboos, really. He was breaking religious taboos because the Samaritans didn't believe exactly the way that the Jews did, and therefore they were for really were not supposed to be, or they, they didn't want to have conversation with them because of the way that that they believed. Also, this was a cultural thing. In, in, in this culture and in this time, a man would not speak to a woman that he didn't know, especially when he was there by himself. It just wouldn't happen in that culture. But Jesus goes beyond those things. And then not only that, just because he was a Jew, the Jews hated the Samaritans, and the Samaritans hated the Jews. And so uh, what we see is Jesus also goes beyond these, these eth- ethnic uh, boundaries to reach this woman, he's intentional, and he just reaches out to her and says something real simple, give me a drink, is what he says. And so his request was calculated. It was calculated to pique her interest. And she says, well, what are you doing talking to me? The Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. And this word, or this phrase, no dealings, it's not just we ignore you, but uh, literally Jesus, according to the Jews, Jesus would not even have had taken a drink out of this lady's pot of water because they would just have absolutely nothing to do with the Samaritans. And so already this lady is surprised that Jesus is here to have this conversation with her. And so he knew, she knew immediately that this man was was different. And so he was intentional in what the things that he said. And I would ask you, challenge you, as you have opportunity to share the gospel with people, as you are pursuing people for the gospel, are you intentional with where you are, the people you're spending time with? And then when the opportunity comes, the things that you say. We need to take uh, Jesus' example and take it to heart and learn from it. So he was intentional. And then I see here he was relational, and it ties very much into what we've already been talking about. He cared about this woman. He engaged her not just in her sin, but he actually started to talk to her. And and in human terms, he got to know her, right? We know and as we continue to read on. In fact, here's a great opportunity to tell you if you want the rest of this, make sure you subscribe and hit the little bell so that the next time I upload a John video, you won't miss the rest of the study. Um, but he already knew about her, but, it, but he still talks about her, where she is, uh, he meets her there and and talks to her. He doesn't just condemn her. He's just not trying to cram the gospel down her throat. He's he's actually trying to build a relationship and pursue her for the sake of the gospel. And so Jesus breaks all these taboos to be able to do this or to take this opportunity, and he's got her attention. He has built a, a, a relationship with her in this short amount of time. And, and he's crossed boundaries that nobody would have crossed, and he's got her attention. But the other thing I see here is Jesus was full of grace. Uh, Jesus was full of grace in the way that he reacted. He knew who this lady was. He knew who this woman was and the sin that was in her life, but that didn't stop him. And he didn't, he, he yes, pointed out sin. He was there to save her from that sin, but he didn't just blast her in that sin. And, and that's, we need to remember that as well when we are interacting with unsaved people. That it's not, we need to give them grace. They don't know any better. They are 
in their sin, and we were that way one time too. And so we need to be thankful that somebody showed grace to us as they witnessed to us, that God showed grace to us, and we need to show grace to them. He was full of grace. In fact, what we see that Jesus did was he led this woman to her need before he even told her who he was. What a, what a gracious way of dealing with her and helping her see her need on her own. So now we really get to the answer, right? What did Jesus mean by this idea of eternal life as we read it in here, that, that, or, or rather, rather that the, this water would, would give eternal life, that you would never thirst again? And, and the idea here is Jesus is giving her a picture of what he came to earth to do, and that's bring you and I and this woman uh, eternal life, bring us salvation. So Jesus says, drink from this water and you'll never thirst again. And, and this woman doesn't fully understand that. But as we look at that and we understand the, the parallel here that, that he's, talking about, um, he's talking about salvation, we can now start to process and think, you know, we do a lot of things in our lives as humans to try to quench a thirst that, that just doesn't get quenched. It doesn't work. We try all of these things. Jesus says you can drink from this well all you want right here, but you're never going to be quenched. You're always going to come back to that. And we know that's a physical thing, right? We're always going to be thirsty. We're always going to be hungry. But even on a spiritual level, if we're searching for things to quench a thirst and it's not Jesus, then it's never going to work. Think about your life. Maybe maybe that's where you are right now. Maybe you have just been searching, right? You're looking for answers. You're looking for things to fill your life and you haven't been able to do that. Everything you try just doesn't seem to work. In this case, I mean, this this woman tried to fill her life or quench her thirst. Uh, this longing that she had for something, she was doing it with men. She was, she had many husbands and 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 men that had been a part of her life, and so she was living a life that was uh, even as we talked about again last video, the other. Uh, the other women did not even want to have to do with her because she was living such a, a life that was seen even then as, as wicked. And so it didn't work for her. None of this stuff worked for her. And Jesus now comes and says, hey, I want to give you something that will work. And I love what he says here. He says, if, if you knew the gift of God, you would ask for living water. He says, if you knew, if you knew who I was, if you understood what I could do for you right now, you would right now, you would ask for me to give you living water. I wouldn't be asking you for a drink. You would be asking me for this living water. Yet she doesn't understand that. And as we work through this passage, uh, even past the where we're at here, we're, we're going to see her just start to grasp who Jesus is and and what all this means. But uh, my mind then went to 2 Corinthians 4.4. 4. It says, In their case, the God of this world has blinded their mo- the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. Her mind was blinded. As Christians, we look at people and we say, man, how can you not receive the gospel? How can you not receive Jesus and repent of your sins? We see it and we understand, but but they don't. And it's very much the same thing here. We're thinking, man, if you knew what I'm telling you about, if you understood what the Bible says and that it's this free gift, you would be asking for this living water. And so here's a lady who doesn't fully get who Jesus is, and that doesn't stop him. That doesn't discourage him. He just keeps 
reaching out to her. And so uh, he says, drink the water I give, and you're not going to thirst again. He He's drawing the attention of this woman to a couple of different things. He's drawing the attention of this woman to this gift that he has for her. It's not a temporary gift. He's not just wanting to give her a little bit of water to quench her thirst today, but he wants to give her an eternal gift. Salvation is an eternal gift. And so he's drawing her to this gift that we keep seeing here, this word gift. It's a gift. And then he's also drawing her to his person. And what I love about this is what John says in the last chapter of John. The reason he wrote this book is so that he clearly says, I have written these things so that you may believe. John wants us to believe who Jesus is. He wants us to be drawn to this person who is not just a person, but is the Son of God. He is He is God, part of the Trinity. And so John is, is clearly pulling us into that, and Jesus now in this illustration is doing the same thing. And he basically says to her, I'm better than Jacob, because that's her question. Are you better than our than our father here, than our father Jacob, who built this well, who made this well for us. Are you better? And he says, he says, I can give you more than Jacob could ever give you. I can give you eternal life. We need to understand who Jesus is. If you want any hope of being saved, you need to understand who Jesus is because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. We have to understand he is. We have to be drawn into the gift. We have to understand the free gift, and we have to understand who Jesus is. And when the woman starts to understand this, and she doesn't fully understand it, but she starts to grasp it, she says, give me this water. Give me this gift. I think of verses like Romans 6.23 and Ephesians 2.8 and 9. You can look those up on your own if you want, but they, they clearly tell us that salvation is a free gift to us. Now, we will understand, especially as we study through John, that this wasn't a free gift. Nothing in the world is free. Jesus paid for it, and he paid for it with his life. Uh, But for us, for you and I, it is offered as a free gift. It doesn't mean we can just receive it and do whatever we want, but it it doesn't cost us to receive this gift of salvation. It's not a reward. It's not a reward. It's a gift beyond anything that we could deserve, and it could only be given by Jesus. And then Jesus says, if you will receive this gift, if you will receive this water that I'm offering, not only is it going to bring you eternal life, but it's going to become a well of eternal life, or a spring of eternal life, rather, because a well, what does a well need? A well needs the water drawn out of it. In this case, to drop a bucket down and draw the water up out of it. A spring is natural, and it just forces the water out. It forces the life out. You could be looking for life in so many different places right now, and everything you've tried, it dries up, right? Everything you try comes to an end, whether it's money, whether it's people, whether it's a career, whether it's travel, whether it's vacations, what anything that you're trying to put your identity in and say, I so desperately want. Uh, to quench my thirst, and it's not working. Jesus says, if you receive eternal life, if you receive my water, not only will it quench your thirst, but it will begin to to push life into you, and we will no longer be dead in sin, but we will be thriving through this well that Jesus gives us. A spring feeds itself. No more need to, to draw water. 
So first, I would encourage you today, as you've been, hopefully maybe even studying along with us, do you know Jesus? Do you know this person that talked to the woman at the well? Do you have a relationship with him? Have you repented of your sins, as Jesus is calling this woman to do, and receive this free gift of, of eternal salvation from him? If not, I would encourage you to do that. And, and I hope even I would say that if you're watching this and you're not saved, find somebody that you know that is saved. If not, drop a comment down below and I'll do my best to, to, to talk with you through that. But man, find somebody that you can talk to and, and, and that can walk you through even better what this means to be saved. And today, receive this gift of living water. And then I would speak to those of you who have been watching or are watching this as a Christian, and I would challenge you once again, are you intentional? Are you gracious? Are you loving? What is your intent in this world? What is your intent in uh, your daily life? Do you live like Jesus did as you and pursue lost people? I believe that God's word tells us that that's why we're here, that if we are on this earth breathing air, it is so that we can spread the gospel, not just spread the gospel, but make disciples, which is part of what Jesus was doing here. And we see again this this life completely surrendered to the Father's will, and I would challenge you, are you living that way today, a life completely surrendered to the Father's will so that you are intentional, intentional in where you go, intentional in who you're with, and intentional in what you say? We're not going to lead people to Christ if we're not spending time with people who need Christ. Be intentional in your life. Put yourself in their life. Be gracious with them. Show them the love of Christ and let him use you. Thanks for watching. Again, if you're brand new, I'd love it if you would subscribe to my channel. Hit the like button. Let me know how this encouraged you uh, today. And uh, we'll see you in the next video.